The police are on the hunt for a person wearing a creepy 17th century plague doctor costume around town. And a third Russian doctor mysteriously falls from a hospital window. And a funeral home is offering drive through viewings during the COVID-19 lockdown. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast that I think is still operating during the lockdown. I got three weird segments, stories from around the world per usual. It's Monday. I hope you had a nice weekend. Let's do some stories. The police are seeking a person dressed as a 17th century plague doctor. The British police say they are keen to speak to a person who has been dressing as a 17th century plague doctor for walks during the coronavirus lockdown. They're keen to speak to the person. I love this. The unidentified individual has been spotted in the Norwich suburb of Helsden. That's a proper proper city for somebody dressed as a 17th century plague doctor, I think, right? Helsden. This guy's wearing, or it could be a lady, uh, wearing a long black cloak, a hat, and a pointed beak-like mask. And there's a photo of this person, and it is damn creepy. And if I saw this individual walking around my town, I would crap my pants. Uh, Yeah. People posting on a community Facebook page say that the outfit has been frightening children. The Norfolk police say they wanted to give some words of advice to the person. That's all. We just want, we're just keen on giving you words of advice. Jade Gosbell, age 21, took a photograph of this individual walking across a recreation ground in Helsden. It was like 20 degrees. He was wearing a full black suit. It just looked ridiculous. That was, uh, that was how Jade Gosbell sounds. It's clearly for attention or something like that, because normal people just wouldn't do that. I was sitting there. I was getting angry myself, as me mom has a phobia of masks. I know that even in daylight, if she was to go around the corner and bump into him, she would be so scared. Kids would be frightened. Me mom would be frightened. However, some people... (laughs) I can't keep going with this. Uh, However, some people really don't think it's that deep. They just think that he's having a laugh that he's just trying to find something to do with himself during isolation and lockdown. I was told that if I see him again to call the police, damn it. Uh, In 17th century Europe, physicians who tended to plague victims wore a costume that has since taken on sinister overtones. Well, if this is what they dressed as, this is scary as hell. I would not... Like, if I'm dying of the plague and you call the doctor and then the doctor shows up dressed like this with a creepy mask and a black cape, I would... I would think that the Grim Reaper just arrived and that I was in the midst of uh, passing to the other side. That's what I would think was going on. Oh, I must be dead right now because there's a creepy person in a mask and a black cloak standing over me. Oh, never mind. You're the doctor? Oh, okay. Thanks for giving me a heart attack. Now take my temperature, you jerk. Um, Yeah, this is a strange costume. I didn't know 17th century plague doctors dressed like this. This is just ridiculous. Although maybe scaring your patient is part of the cure. You know, maybe it's like the hiccups. You know, you give them a, bah, boo, <laughs> and then they snap out of it. Oh, I had the black plague until you scared me. Thank you. Thank you, plague doctor wearing the mask. The, a Norfolk police spokesman said, Officers have been made aware of an individual who, who was seen walking around the Helsden area wearing a plague outfit. Although no offences have been committed at this time, officers are keen to trace the individual in order to provide words of, of advice about the implications of his actions on the local community. Is this accent any good at all? 
Uh, should I be quoting the police? I don't know. Should any further information come forward about any offenses being committed, we will act accordingly. Please contact the Norwich Police Department. Sorry, Norfolk Police. So if you guys see this guy running around, you got to tackle him and then remove his mask like the end of a Scooby-Doo episode. That's what you should do. Don't you remember the Scooby-Doo episodes and they would pull off the mask? Oh, it was you the whole time. Chef uh, Chef Gerald or whatever. It was always some like... <laughs> it was always some mundane character that uh, took on the role of the uh, the Yeti or whatever the hell it is that they unmask. Yeah. Uh, I think this person walking around dressed as a 17th century plague doctor in the middle of a small town is just an indication that we are nearing the end of times, guys. <laughs> Clearly, everyone has lost their minds, obviously. Oh, man. If you see this plague doctor, though, you know, get some video because uh, the pictures aren't doing it justice. I need to see some up close video of this of this character for the um, just to satisfy my curiosity. And I'd love to know where you get a mask like that. It looks ridiculous. Is it a homemade mask? I need more information. I think if we've learned anything from this story is just that uh, boredom can push you to the absolute limits of ridiculousness. Thank goodness, because I, I, I need material for this show. <laughs> a third doctor falls from a hospital window after coronavirus complaints. This is in Russia. A paramedic who complained about being forced to work despite contracting the coronavirus is in critical condition. After he fell from a hospital window in western Russia this weekend, local media reported. This is at least the third incident in which a Russian healthcare professional has plunged from a hospital building under mysterious circumstances in the past two weeks. The two previous doctors have died from their injuries. Unbelievable. Three of them falling out windows in the past two weeks? What is going on here? Is this a suicide? Alexander Shulapov is in critical condition. He's got a skull fracture after falling from the second floor of a rural hospital where he was being treated for COVID-19. Shulapov, age 37, and his colleague filmed a video on April 22nd complaining that the chief doctor of the village hospital they were working at forced him to work despite the fact that he had just tested positive for COVID-19. Ooh, was it the chief doctor perhaps that pushed Alexander out the window to prevent any further videos from being posted? This is bad PR for the hospital. You can't post those videos. And, and in Russia, they don't tolerate this crap whatsoever. I love in Russia, they just kill you. That's how they deal with stuff. <laughs> in America, they, they'll do like a smear campaign on you or something. They won't, just, they won't just kill you. You won't just disappear like you will in Russia. A second video appeared three days later. Oh, my goodness. A second video in which Shulapov denied his initial, initial claims. Oh, he, had, he was spoken to. Oh, yeah, this is total murder, right? I imagine the hospital murdered him. His colleague reportedly faces criminal charges as well for spreading, quote, fake news. Oh, his colleague that shot the video and is uh, looking at a prison sentence of up to five years under a recently passed Russian law. Oh, my goodness. The police have launched an inspection into Shulapov's fall from the hospital. This occurred in the Voronez region, which is 500 kilometers south of Moscow. Uh, the article ends with some stats on the coronavirus in Russia, which you don't need to hear because it's constantly changing. 
what is completely weird and needs to be spoken about, and I'm not getting enough information from the, these articles, is uh, what is behind this. This, it, I mean, on the on the surface, it seems like, oh, it's just somebody who killed themselves because they had the virus. But then when you look deeper, mm, this guy shot a video, uh, you know, putting down the hospital, calling out the hospital director on putting the hospital director on blast, as the kids say, right? He put him on blast, and then the next thing you know, he falls from a window. What were the circumstances of the other two that fell from windows? This is just very, very strange. There is totally a mystery here. Um, this is a job for the Scooby-Doo crew. And the <laughs> call back. To, you guys, I'm calling it back to the previous story because it's a Scooby, Scooby-Doo thing. Get it? Anybody? No, just me? Okay. A funeral home offers drive-through viewings during COVID-19 lockdown. Oh, funeral home is getting crafty. Murfreesboro Funeral Home in Tennessee is offering drive-through viewings as an alternative for traditional services, which are limited because of COVID-19. The owner says, they'll come through the entrance and view the remains and then go around the building and come back out the other side. Staff are out there writing their names down so they don't have to get out of the car or have any physical contact. I don't know why I gave this Tennessee individual a Boston accent. I just thought it would be fun. The casket sits in a window on the side of the funeral home building. The owner, Wendy, said it has been there since the funeral home was built in 1980, but she never knew why it was put in. My father did that. I don't know. I can't answer that. I'm the only one in this city, apparently, that has a drive through window. Even though Helm Funeral Home has offered drive through services for years, Helm said people really don't use the window. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. Now I'm using it every time we have a service. It's out of control. For some services, 50 cars go into the drive through more than five times the amount of people that would be allowed inside a traditional viewing under Tennessee's current stay-at-home order. So this is very good and productive because you get to... Have the viewing. Normally, you wouldn't be allowed to in the state of Tennessee and many other places as well. Um, but it does take away from certain experiences. And I know some people love to touch. They want to touch the deceased's body. Um, I'm not into that. I, I don't do that. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, but I've seen people. Oh, man. It depends. on. It, it varies from culture to culture. But some people practically crawl into the casket with the deceased and hug and cry all over him and kiss their face. And I'm just like, wow, that's creepy to me. But hey, you know what? Cultures vary. If that's your thing, you know, who am I to say that there's something wrong with that? There really isn't. But if you are that, if that's what you're what you're accustomed to at a funeral, you, you won't get this at the drive through experience. You just won't. But it is better than nothing. Right. Here's uh, some more quotes. We could still have them, but it's just so limited. Only 10 people per funeral. I think this is better where people can come through as many times as they want. (laughs) So you could just drive by five times if you wanted to. Say goodbye five times. As the state of Tennessee works to reopen and set new guidelines, Helm says the funeral home will have to adjust. If they want to come here, they can still... They can still come inside. If they do the drive-thru, it will still be available. This is a way to say their goodbyes and have some type of normalcy. Helm said that any family that has a drive-through viewing because of COVID-19 restrictions will be able to have a traditional service at a later date, free of charge. Oh, that's lovely. This is just an example of how we all have to get creative during this time, during the pandemic, to sort of uh, keep our traditions, keep our you know day-to-day rituals in order as best we can. They're never. They're not going to be the same, but we try to come as close as we can. We try to make as many people happy in the situation as possible. Um, people are having people are getting married, you know, through virtual 
Zoom live streams. This kind of thing is going on with the marriages. Uh, probably the same thing for divorces because I know courts are having <laughs> having lawyers zoom in and judges are zooming in as well. So we're all having to sort of adjust to this lifestyle and try and you know continue to do the things that we normally would do with a slight variation such as this. I think this is a genius thing. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of the drive-through funeral home? Is it? I know it's not the same, but do you, would you be satisfied with such a thing? Um, I think it, I think it's wonderful. Really, it's better than not having it at all. Um, a lot of people are putting off these things. They're putting off weddings. They're putting off funerals for later. And um, here's a way to have it still, and it's not going to be the same. But it's it's close enough. I don't know. What do you think? Call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Has anyone attended such a drive through viewing? I would be fascinated to learn that. Have you Have you gotten married during the lockdown and done that over live stream or anything? I'd love to hear. What you people have done uh, that was kind of creative. And uh, yeah, call the show. Yay! Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Fridays episode. Um, I particularly love the the stories there. Those of you who sent stories to me for Florida Friday, please, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Keep them coming. My email's funnyjones at gmail.com. I'm always on the lookout for the weirdest Florida stories that you can come up with during the week. Uh, so thank you. I want to give a shout out to Trent Sanderson who joined the Patreon. Trent is the man. He wrote me a message as well. He wrote, Jonesy, I love the podcast. And I think if you keep doing it, it will make an impact on the people's lives who are listening. And I just love that. Am I making an impact? I have no idea. As far as I can see, I'm entertaining some people. And that's enough right now. And people need some entertainment. They need a little bit of a distraction. They need a laugh. And I'm hopefully, hopefully I'm providing that. And that's good enough for me right now. But Trent, I really appreciate your message, man. Much love, uh, and thank you for joining the Patreon. You guys can join the Patreon as well. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and you can enjoy the bonus episode I just uploaded. Uh, and I've been putting up uh, weird things to watch during your during your lockdown. So I'm going to post something else this week, because uh, every week I'm putting up something that I think is weird that you should check out or look into. Uh, I got a... A nice care package, by the way. So uh, I want to send some uh, some love to Maddie from Arcata, California, who uh, wrote me a note and he sent me some coffee and some other things. And it was just amazing. And, and a little face mask as well. Oh, absolutely. One of the best care packages ever received. Uh, he wrote, hey, Jonesy, hope you're doing good. Happy birthday. I sent you some coffee. Uh, and some other goodies. <laughs> wink, wink. I love the podcast, and I'll try to stay in contact. Yes, please stay in contact, Maddie. Unbelievable, man. Appreciate it so, so very much. And then there was some people who sent me some, some cash to buy coffee. I want to give some shout-outs to these people. Carrie L. Self sent me uh, a cup of, enough money to buy a cup of coffee. She wrote, Happy belated birthday, Jonesy. Thanks for making me laugh while I'm stuck working from home. I don't drink coffee unless there's booze in it. Oh, Carrie, you crazy. Uh, so I don't know how much a cup costs, but hopefully this will get you a little something, something. She sent me $5. Yes, that's plenty to buy a cup of coffee, Carrie. And I, I think it's strange that you don't know how much a cup cup of coffee goes for. But hey, you know what? You you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Thank you so much. And then there was Christy Kelly who sent me a PayPal donation as well. She wrote, hey, Jonesy, thank you for the alligator song you sent us. We have loved singing along to it. Happy belated birthday and Easter and 420. Oh, and I hug trees, too. They deserve it. I have a degree in earth sciences, so have a deep understanding of what they do for us. They deserve a hug now and then. I did it once and got poked in the eye, so they don't always seem to appreciate us. Thanks for what you do. 
from the blind woman in Stoke. Stoke, England. Did I say it correctly? Is it Stokey or Stoke, England? Oh, and it's Kirsty, not Christy. Damn it, I said Christy in the beginning. I apologize. Kirsty or Kirsty Kelly from Stoke, England. I hope I'm pronouncing all of this right. Unbelievable, the love that I'm, I'm getting from England. Oh, so I'm so grateful, so grateful. Big shout out to Kirsty Kelly and her whole family. I appreciate the love, and I will definitely hug a tree and think of you for sure. <laughs> I never thought to do that, but why the hell not give a tree some love right now? Um, if you're bereft of human contact, well, don't worry. You can go out there and hug a tree, and uh, you know you might get some squirrel poop on you, but you, at least you won't get a virus of any sort, right? Unless virus, the virus is spread via squirrel poop. I have no idea. Didn't the Black Plague come from squirrel poop? Oh, no, that was rats. I don't know anything. What am I saying? I'm not a scientist. Shut up, Jonesy. Thanks to everybody who sent me something uh, for my birthday and uh, or just for you know sending me a cup of coffee is just like wow I'm just blown away by that um uh lord knows lord knows goodness knows uh I could uh, I could use coffee right now I'm drinking copious amounts of it uh, during my isolation and uh, recording the podcast it's great I basically OD on coffee every day what are you guys doing um <laughs> you got to pick your poison these days am I right it's better than the booze. I can't recover from booze. I can totally recover from a coffee overdose, though. No problem. I know how to do that. Uh, okay, what, what else do I got to say? Oh, I talked about the Patreon. Oh, please uh, please follow me on any of the social medias if you'd like to keep in touch with what I'm up to in addition to just recording the podcast. and if, Or if you just want to see what I look like. I know some people are curious about that. Uh, on Instagram, it's at Funny Jones. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Or uh, you could also join the uh, or uh, like the Facebook page I created for Weird AF News as well. Just on Facebook, search for Weird AF News, and there's an official page for that. And I put articles and videos on there, et cetera, et cetera. Just some extra stuff I throw up there. But yeah, stay in touch with me, please, please, and rate the podcast. Give it a review if you'd like. I'm tired of saying these things. Oh God, I gotta end this right now. I'm, I apologize. I'm so annoying. I will, uh, you will hear from me tomorrow. No doubt. No diggity. Uh, no doubt. <laughs>